Welcome back to the Boats and Does podcast. This is Tyler. And I'm Brandon. We're having a tough, tough season. I don't know, man. I think like the ducks are playing games, but the deer aren't. Yeah, we might just duck hunt the rest of the year when that opens back up. But yeah. I don't know that I can. I can turn away from. Uh, I got the itch bad right now. Yeah, I don't, man. I I just like. I haven't had it the last couple of years. I wouldn't have it had I not. Yeah. So. I guess let's let's get into. I finally came up with a name with him, yeah, or a name for him. We're gonna call him Super Duty <laughs> or need, Heavy Duty, something. You need to call him Busted Your Butt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> old Hefty. Yeah. So last year opening day, me and Tyler going to hunt, right? And we're sitting in the same tree. Um, and we had probably the best deer hunt of my life. I mean, we had six bucks running around like idiots opening day all morning, just like. So this buck, there were two nice ones in the group. There was this big mainframe eight um, that was young. Super symmetrical. Yeah, just like perfect typical deer. And then there was this heavy horn deer that was older and... The heavy horned deer walked out on Tyler at like 10 yards and he wasn't going to shoot it. So I was like, Tyler, shoot that deer. And he was wanting to shoot the the younger. Super symmetrical. Which goes against like everything I believe about deer hunting. I would much rather take a heavy deer, an older deer, than shoot the like the young deer with good genetics. Well, you know, the bad thing is like I claim to be the same way, but then literally that happened. <laughs> so you're a hypocrite. Yeah. Okay. Just well, for now, though. I don't have deer on the wall yet, though. Yeah. So I'm like, Tyler, shoot that deer. Tyler, shoot that deer. This deer is like 10 feet from the tree. Like, just pretty opening. Just standing there, chilling. Doesn't know we're there. Broadside, dead to rights. I couldn't take it. So I, like, grab my bow, and I'm like, I'm shooting this damn deer, and they bust us. <laughs> yeah. So he takes off. We didn't see either one of those deer. Last year. Yeah. We thought the we, heavy horned one was the one you shot in the neck. Yeah, it wasn't. It was not. No, I think that deer I shot was a little bigger than he was last year. Yeah. Dude, the deer I shot last year and never found that was a big deer. Not not to say that he wasn't big, but like he probably wasn't as impressive as he is this year last year. Oh, this year he's – so why I have the itch so bad is when you were in Idaho – or when Brandon was in Idaho, uh, <laughs> I went and sat one afternoon after work, and we hung out of saddles, and I'm right-handed. So typically my best shot's going to be off my left side. Well, he came straight into me, and there was only one thick patch of stuff I had to be able to make a movement to get turned around. He came off my right side at like 16 yards, and all I could do was watch him because I couldn't get turned around without busting him. And he is a brute. Yeah, I mean, he's a tank this year. If I had to guess, I really I really want to get him on the ground just to get some stats. But I'm guessing 220 on the hoof. Yeah. He was a big deer last year weight-wise, but it sounds like his antlers have gotten more impressive. Yeah. Yeah, he's probably – I mean, he's a, at least an 18-inch inside spread. So yesterday you had him at – Eight yards? Eight yards. And didn't get him killed? Did not get him killed. This is the third time this year I've seen him. 
Man. And uh, he came in on a rope, not exactly where I thought he was going to come from. And he was coming straight to me. There was no, you know, that, that area where yeah, I know. where we know is, is kind of hard to get a good tree. So he was coming straight into me, and it looked like he was going to turn and go off my right again. So when he turned, I was getting my bow, and he turned back and started coming right back to me. Got eight yards from the base of the tree and looked straight up at me. Yeah. And I already had the bow, like, half off the hook, but I was reaching for it. So it was like I was shaking. You know, adrenaline's yeah. going. I've got this, like, the biggest buck of my life in front of me that I'm about <laughs> to try to put on the ground. Yeah. Uh, I've been there. God, I could have been sick. I could have cried. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's just making the the story better, though. I hope so. Like, I told Tyler, he, he like, didn't want to do a podcast on this deer until, like, he had him on the ground. And I was like, nah, dude, we got to build up some backstory on this deer. Yeah, so. So what's going to happen is muzzleloader comes in next weekend, and, uh, yeah, I may or may not go in there and just, you know, sit on a power line and shoot him. I'm going to be really <laughs> like, I'm going to help drag. I'm going to congratulate you. I'm going to be really damn salty if somebody other than me shoots this deer. <laughs> well, that's something you just got to be okay with hunting a club. Well, I'll drag him. But yeah. like, I've been texting all the guys that hunt the area around that are close. Like, man, if you ever get one, just let me know. Like, I texted Brian the other day too because I was like, you got anything good on camera? And he was like, I'm pulling the card today. And I was like, all right, well. I said, my target buck's in here. You'll know him when you see him. Because he told me about the 10 yeah. that John's been seeing. And I was like, well, that's my that, target that's buck's... That's eight from last year, probably. Yeah. yeah. I said, uh, I said my target buck's never been caught on camera. Yeah. And uh, I said, you'll know him if you see him. And all I ask is if you shoot him, let me come put hands on him. Yeah. <laughs> I want to measure him a little bit and get some, get an idea how big he really is. Because, God dang, he looks like a cow coming through the woods. According to Tyler, it's a longhorn steer. He's about as wide as a longhorn. Man, this thing's going to have so much ground shrinkage. <laughs> You're going to walk up on that thing and be like, Jesus Christ. Well. That's like that deer. Uh, I'm pointing at the deer on the wall in, the, in our little podcasting room. Um, he's a six point, right? Yeah. I had no idea what was on that deer's head. Like, when I pulled up, I just saw mass. And I had a split second to make a decision, and I shot him. And I walk up on a heavy horn six point that weighed 198 pounds. Yeah, he was a hoss. Never would have guessed, like, looking at the mass on him that he would have been a six point. But, like, when you see mass at, like, 120 yards, you're like, yep, I'm shooting yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah. When you're that far out, it's no doubt it's a buck. Yeah. No, and he, a decent one at that. Dude, I got to tell you about this deer I saw last night. So, me and Savannah, were going to the movies. And we're down there next to your parents' place, like right there at the entrance to the neighborhood. Yeah. Dude, he, if he isn't Boone and Crockett, he's easily a Pope and Young. Really? Dude, he's a giant, like giant typical 10 point, and he is not that old. Mm. Like, Might have to be sneaking in there. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. Like, I mean, I almost ran the, the car off the road. <laughs> Savannah was doing trying to hit him or trying to avoid him. No, trying to look at him. (laughs) 
And Savannah's doing her makeup, and she's she got mad at me because you know she's she was doing mascara or something, poked herself in the eye. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the biggest deer I've seen around here in a long time. Mm. Yeah, I uh, I mean, you know of the the big one that Bruce had me on the last year we were up there bow hunting. Yeah, they're like one forty ish class yeah. deer. Yeah, he's not. He's probably not that big. But he's he as far as a like anything I've seen around here, he'll probably go one thirties. He's a stud. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I don't know. I hope you kill him. I I don't know why. I just haven't caught the bug this year. Haven't didn't catch the bug last year really. Um. I've got the bug to to duck hunt. And oh yeah, hunt. I've got that one bad too. You, you know, but like, I feel like. With, like, me and Craig were talking about it today, and it's like, you can only have so many bugs in the pot at one time, or everything just ends up being, like, half-heartedly done. Yeah, 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 You know what I mean? Like, you can't be a diehard duck hunter and be getting after it, and then also be taking deer fully serious, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like... I feel like I do a decent good... Like, I definitely have the bug of both. Yeah, I mean... But I, I split it pretty well. Yeah, but like... Like, with me having a boat now, like, I'm going to go out and scout, and you're probably going to be in the deer woods. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if you, had to, if you had to scout for ducks, and had to scout for deer, and had to put in the work for both, it would be very hard to be, like, quintessentially successful at both. On top of working full time and yeah. being married, yeah. and having a podcast, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like you can only have so many fire or irons in the fire. Um, so I think that's one thing. And then like just having a bird dog and like working with him. Like some evenings I should probably go hunt, and I'm just like oh, I'll just work the work the dog and see, you know. But I don't know, man. Um, let's talk about Idaho. Yeah, had a had a, a rough uh, trip up there too. Yeah. Man, it was a great trip. I have never seen, I've never seen a moose, right? That is an impressive animal. That is a big, impre- I don't think I, I would ever want to shoot one. Nah, too much work? No, it's not even that, man. They're just like, they look majestic. Like, I don't think, I have zero interest in shooting that animal. Really? Yeah, I don't know what it is. Like, they're just goofy and they like, they their legs are, I mean, it's like Nash, kind of. You know how Nash looks goofy? Yeah. And he just kind of doesn't know what to do with his legs. Yeah, he's just like long-legged and not very agile at all. Yeah, I mean, hauls butt when the time is, is there. <laughs> yeah. But, like, just, like, kind of goofy and, like, their face is just goofy and, like, I don't know, man. I just enjoyed looking at them more than I think I would ever want to shoot one. Yeah. But deer out there, right? So apparently, I picked the wrong unit to draw tag for, which you live and learn, right? That's part of going to a new state and hunting. And should have took the bird dog and did some grouse hunting. <clears throat> Could have grouse hunted and um, caught trout all week and had a blast and felt like I got my money's worth. But we decided to do mule deer, which was good and bad. Um, saw more hunters than we saw deer. Uh, we saw 
10 deer all week and not a single one of them was was a buck um hunted at elevation which is always fun you know for a flatlander like us down here at like i think i think my house is at like 700 feet yeah and i was hunting at like 10 and 12,000 <laughs> so it was definitely interesting and fun and a good time I don't know if I'll ever pull a deer tag for that unit again. If, if somebody yeah. was like, here's a moose tag, I would probably strongly consider it, even though I said I wouldn't shoot a moose. Yeah, but you also wouldn't have known without doing it. Yeah, that's Because you had the itch before it, beforehand. Yeah, no, I, I definitely want to go back west and do another mule deer elk hunt or something. Just not there. Just don't know if that's necessarily the unit I would select. Yeah. Um, but, man, I was I was in the spot and scope, like, day four or something, right? And I'm, like, I'm, like, looking probably four mountains over. Like, I'm a ways. Like, we're talking miles that I'm looking. And, dude, I see a group of spots. And I get, you know, you're kind of scanning with the spot and scope. And you don't get a real clear picture until you get it, like, super stable. Yeah. And you get it all dialed in. Well, I get it all dialed in, and I'm, like, super excited. I'm, like, I'm like Greg, we might have deer. We might have deer. Let's let's look at these things. Road cattle. <laughs> you know, Were hard. you really going hiking four mountains over the... Was I going to? Yeah. Well, you no. were going to. No, I was gonna. I was gonna jump in the jeep and drive three mountains and hike up the fourth one. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, you know, I I was gonna get as close as I could without being dumb and then walk the rest of the way. No, oh, well, that beats hiking four mountains. Yeah. No, I had zero interest in that. <laughs> um, no, but like, I want to find a place where we can like. Get geared up for like a week or two, hike back into a drainage, like remote as remote gets. Nobody else is out there. I mean, maybe another hunter or something, but like hike back into a remote drainage and just like spend a week or two out there just figuring it out. But like where I was hunting, there are, um, there are trails everywhere. Like, nothing on that, like, 15,000 acres or whatever that's inside of that unit. Like, it goes further, the National Forest does, but, like, it gets kind of cut in half by the border. Right. So, like, I could only hunt, like, one side of it, right? Yep. Which was probably, like, seven or 8,000 acres, 10,000 acres. There's not a freaking place on that thing that's hard to get to. You can drive a you can drive a car. Well, not a car, but you can drive a jeep or a four wheeler or whatever. And people go out there and horse hunt, and they go out there and they ride their ATVs around until they see a deer, and then like, you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. So that I feel like that kind of in a way makes it less sporting. Well, it's less sporting, and it's harder to hunt it the way that we would want to, like yeah, back in remotely, and and you got to worry about so much pressure that way. Yeah. Like, because yep. there's like you know. Like, we went up, and we were glassing from a place called the Towers, okay? Yep. It's literally a cell tower. The peak's probably 13,000 feet. Like, it's up there. And we drove all the way to the top, 
And you know what? There were six other dudes up there glassing. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. So that makes it difficult. And then, like, normally the time of year that I went, they have snow on the ground already, which, A, pushes the cattle out of the game lands or the the national forest, and it also um, pushes the deer out on the sage flat so you can see them. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think the weather had a lot to do with you. Dude, it was 70. It was like 60 and 70 degrees the whole week I was there. Yeah. Bluebird skies. Like, the wind was, I want to say the wind was coming from the southeast or something. So, a nice warm wind. Like, yeah. It just didn't set up how it was supposed to. Yeah, the conditions. The conditions doesn't mean that that you. unit's a bad unit, right? Like, it doesn't. It just means, like, I hit it on a bad day and now I've got a sour taste in my mouth and don't want to go back. That's my Tucker Town. Mm, yeah you know what i mean yep like all the bad tournaments we've had at tuckertown or like i've even had bad experiences at santee every time i went there i don't go to santee like i refuse yeah just because of the conditions just like just because i've never had a good time down there i've always had boat problems like tire flats and yada 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 and it ends up being an epic where we like it's just one of those things where like if I'm going to spend that much money on a tag, I don't want to go somewhere where I already have a sour taste in my mouth. Right. Yeah. Well, it's like for the whole Tucker Town thing, too. We're out there grinding all day, like thinking everybody's having a tough day. We get back and there's like two sixes and a seven and a half. Yeah. That's a ramp. And you're like, what? What What, what? were y'all doing? Yeah. And then they <laughs> tell you they were doing the exact same thing you were doing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just one of those things. Yeah. I No, I, I don't know. Um, I'm sure somebody killed some deer in there. Um, kind of wish it would have snowed on us. I mean, I know, you know, type three fun and all. Uh, yeah. But yeah, dude, and then we got, and we went and walked around. So there's like another side of that unit that has like another 6,000 acres or something. The problem with that unit is it's mostly populated. Right. Like the, it's a valley and the mountains on either side of the valley you have places you can hunt, and then the valley is all private land, no hunting. And I'm sure some of those deer, like we saw some, I saw some mule deer at the cabin we were in, big old buck, and there's no way to get on him. Like he's down, he's down in a rich neighborhood, like just chilling. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Um, we'll gladly go back out and hunt with Greg. Like, don't get that twisted, but. Um, I think next time I'll just take a bird dog. Do some upland stuff up there. Well, uh, enough of the negatives. We're looking on the up and up for uh, this coming weekend. Yeah, dude, duck season comes back in. We're I'm taking stoked. Taking, we're uh, I think we're gonna end up taking a veteran hunting. Uh, yep. Not that we're not veterans, but like we don't we've we've got the equipment and the access, so. Um, the opportunity to present itself and i think that's what we're going to do saturday morning we're going to drive probably leave the house at so we're having that friends giving party friday night i think our best bet is to just keep it between the lawns at the party and then take off and then just take off yeah because we're going we're going to the coast close to the coast close to the coast yeah so we're looking at a I think we're going to go hunt somewhere around the Tart River. Yeah. I'm not really sure. What's that, like a four-hour drive for us? Probably three and a half. Yeah. So if we leave, if the party shuts down at like 12 or 1, and we leave, that puts us there at 4 a.m. And that leaves us time to get 
linked up. That means I'm sleeping all day on Friday. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, that should be good. Um, going to cook some low country bull and some frog legs and yeah. No, it'll be good. I really hope it, uh, they're doing good things that cause. You know. Yeah. 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 It'll be good to link up and get, uh, so the cause is what's the, what's the name of their group? Um, North Carolina veterans in the outdoors or something. Yeah. I'm not really sure. Um, but I'm going to have, um, so I think her name's Amy Anderson or something. Uh, I'm going to have her on the podcast and we'll talk more yep. about, she wants to get on here and kind of spread the word. Um, if you're a veteran looking, uh, for somebody to take you hunting and you happen to be around North Carolina, um, feel free to reach out. Yep. Absolutely. We'll, we'll gladly get in the duck blind with you or we'll take you deer hunting or whatever. Um, no, I mean, I think sometimes we take what we have for granted, like the ability just to go do whatever. Like if we want to go duck hunt, we go duck hunt. If we want to, yep. Yep. Um, if we want to go catch striper, we go catch striper. Well, we also have the uh, – we're getting closer. I've got the uh, the North Carolina page up and running now for the Armed Forces Fishing League. Yeah, so um, Tyler's the tournament director? State director for North Carolina. Oh, man, big titles around here. Yep. I didn't know I was I was podcasting with a – Yep, big dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but look into your the their, uh, their website, Armed Forces Fishing League. And their Facebook, the main, the main accounts up and running. Um, North and South Carolina pages, I know are up and running. Not sure about the rest, but we are. Uh, sometime this week, I'll be posting the schedule for the 2023 season. Um, and the South Carolina, they are having a introductory tournament December 5th, I believe, and they're going to go over everything uh, down there. So, if y'all are in the tournament bass fishing in one of the states that it's up and running, or if you are wanting to be a state director for a state that's not involved yet, you can reach out to the main director um, with the website or the main Facebook page. And it's A-F-F-L? Yeah, A-F-F-L. Okay, yeah. Um, but it's open to veterans and first responders. Yep. And it's basically we're gonna get around have some competition um you know get guys linked up help vets make friends with other vets yeah it's supposed to be more of a networking thing than a yep yep fishing tournament um and boats and does is going to sponsor the north carolina division right yep we we are decided yep okay we're going to be sponsoring some some giveaways and other things man you know what i'm excited for this year and we got to work on it soon um dixie deer classic the Dixie Deer Classic, the Palmetto Sportsman Show. Like, I'm excited to get out and, like, meet. Like, like have a booth, have a banner. Like, have, have, push the brand. Just, like, meet cool people. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yep. Like, I feel like... So, if you don't know, I'm in, I'm in school off and on for marketing. Mostly off right now, but I'm about to get back on, back on the, the college stuff. And... Dude, I just, like, honestly believe there's something to be said about, like, face-to-face marketing. Like, at, like last night, we went to this Halloween thing, me and Savannah. And, dude, I just started, like, some guy started talking to me in the bar about fishing. And I was like, yeah, I run a, I run a 
fishing podcast, hunting and fishing podcast. He's like, oh, really? And I'm like, yeah, boats and does. And this, he like took down my number because he wants to fish with me or whatever. And I'm like, all right, cool. And then this morning he's like, hey, what was your, what was your uh, podcast? And I like sent him the links and like now we probably got another viewer. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. And then he's going to go tell his buddy and like word of mouth is such a big deal. It's funny to watch how stuff spreads like that. Yeah, it does. Um, like we have a. Uh, we have like a small following in Idaho, and it just keeps getting slightly bigger because of because of Greg. Like yeah, I can look at the analytics and be like, "Oh, those are Greg's people." Yeah, like he he pushed it out to his buddies, and now those buddies are pushing to their buddies, and yeah. So that's 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 always good. So what are you gonna do to um, try and close this chapter? Because I feel like you're gonna try to either close it uh, tomorrow. What's today? Today's Sunday today's sunday so you've got monday tuesday wednesday or thursday before duck hunt really takes over yeah yeah and then you got sunday of this week and then that's like yeah so i'm hoping uh i'm telling you, you better watch out sunday i'm going in there with the smoke pole <laughs> <laughs> like i'm gonna I'm, get jokes on you i'm gonna sit with you sunday <laughs> hey i'll let you watch i'll let you watch through the binoculars that's fine. No, I'm, I'm packing pellets, and we're, we're going to town on Sunday. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. I have a I have a chiropractor appointment kind of early tomorrow, so I might, oh, might be able to slip in after that and uh, get on him. So we'll see. Y'all be watching the uh, social media for a picture of Big Buck Down. I don't know, man. I think. I think we got to drop that when the when the episode releases, so we might have to do, like, a special, like, Thursday drop or something. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, hey, them dragon boots, they always got, they're always laced up and ready to go. You just say the word, I'm there. Oh, hey, trust me, the whole East Coast is going to know if I shoot this deer. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to know in China that Tyler just killed the biggest bug of his life. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Oh, man. I just hope he lives up to everything I think he does. Oh, ground shrinkage is going to hurt. It is. <laughs> it is. But I think some people are going to be impressed. Yeah. I mean, I think, I'll, I'll be impressed. You've been after him for a while. I feel like that is like, if you do get it done. Like, yeah. Not that I have any doubt that you won't because, like, you're in there getting after it. But, like, if you do get it done with him, it's going to feel a lot better. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then if, like, I go out there Sunday, just he walks out in front of me and I shoot him with a smoke pole. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's always nice to have a story with him. Yeah, like, you, you've got a relationship. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I may go, I, I'm planning on going hunting Sunday. Yeah, I got to break out, I got to break out the old smoke pole, make sure she's clean. Yeah, um, you want to try to go out one, one evening this week and uh, sign them in? Yeah, yep, we'll get on that. And then, uh, Hopefully, we'll go lay some ducks down Saturday and turn around and go lay some bucks down Sunday. Man, I just hope – I hope them jokers fly. I hope them jokers fly. Saturday. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited to get out that direction. They say towards the coast is a lot better for the ducks. So, Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, I am a little bit nervous on running a river in the dark that I've never been on. Yeah. Well, at least you got maps. Yeah. Well, definitely have to have that thing on the boat. Um. Yeah. So, this has been the Boats and Does podcast. Yep. Thanks for listening. Check us out on socials. Yeah, we appreciate everything you guys do, and uh, we're still working through the whole hat thing. 
like the problem is is like our logo is really hard to put on a hat so you got to find the right person yeah it's actually a lot more logistically challenging than i think we anticipated that you got to have like two thousand dollars just to throw down yeah because like everybody wants a hundred minimum hat order and it's like yeah, it's it's crazy, but uh, y'all be on the lookout. We'll be posting those as soon as we get them sorted out. Yep, and uh, we appreciate you guys listening. We'll catch you next week.